This episode of Dean Bakari's Meaningful Show is brought to you by Flashbooks, where you can get best-selling business and self-improvement book summaries that you can read or listen to in under 20 minutes. To learn more and get started for just a buck today, visit www.getflashnotes.com. Welcome to the Meaningful Show podcast, where every single week we work to bring you an inspiring insight, idea, or interview to help you live better, work better, and be better both in life and in business. Brought to you by MeaningfulHQ.com, we've got one very simple goal here on this show, and that is to help you do more of what matters and less of what doesn't. I'm your host, Dean Bakari, and if you're ready, then I'm ready. So let's get into it. There's an old story called Acres of Diamonds that originates back to 1869 when a man named Russell Conwell heard it from an Arab guide while traveling along the Euphrates River in the Middle East. Now, the story inspired this man, Russell Conwell, so much that he began sharing it with others who were also inspired. Soon after, Conwell began telling the story with larger and larger audiences eventually using the income he'd received from his speeches to found and establish Temple University. And by the time he passed away in 1925, he had delivered his Acres of Diamonds speech over 6,000 times. And the story is about an African farmer who'd heard about other farmers who had made millions of dollars by discovering diamond mines. And these stories got the farmer so excited that he could hardly wait to sell his own farm and go prospecting for diamonds himself. Enthused by the idea of gaining instant riches, he sold his farm and he began searching for diamond mines. Well, he ended up spending the rest of his life wandering around the African continent searching for these diamond mines to no avail. It seems this farmer wasn't as lucky as the others he'd heard about. And eventually... Tired and depressed, the farmer threw himself into a river and drowned to death. Meanwhile, the man who had bought his farm happened to be crossing a small stream on his property one afternoon when suddenly a bright glimmer of colorful light caught his eye. It was coming from the bottom of the stream. So he bends down to see what it was and he reaches his arm into the water and picks up this shiny, glimmering stone. It was a fairly large stone. It was bright. It was beautiful. He pauses for a moment. He holds it up, admiring it as it shines and glimmers against the sunlight. And then he throws it in his knapsack, takes the stone home, and places it on the mantle over his fireplace as a decoration of sorts, not thinking too much of it other than the fact that, hey, this is a pretty stone. Several weeks later, a friend of his comes by to visit. That glimmering stone over the fireplace catches his friend's eye, so he picks it up to get a closer look. As he felt the weight of this stone in his hands, his friend is in absolute shock. He looks up at his farmer friend and says, Dude, do you have any idea what this is? The farmer replies, No, not really. I found it back in the stream behind my property, and I thought it was just a pretty piece of crystal. The visitor pauses and tells his friend, Buddy, you have just found one of the largest diamonds ever discovered. The farmer had kind of a hard time believing that. He tells his friend that his creek 
back there is full of stones just like this one. Not all as large as the one on the mantle, but the stones were sprinkled generously throughout the bottom of the stream right here on his property. The farm, the first farmer had sold so that he might go and find a diamond mine of his own, turned out to be one of the most productive diamond mines on the entire African continent. The first farmer had owned, free and clear, acres of diamonds. But he had sold them for practically nothing in order to look for them elsewhere. Now, what's the moral of the story? Well, it's pretty clear. If the first farmer had only taken the time to study, to prepare himself, to learn what diamonds looked like in their rough state, and to thoroughly explore the property before he had began looking for other diamond mines elsewhere, all of his wildest dreams would have come true. He was already sitting on riches. All he had to do was dig for it, look for it, find it, uncover it, discover it. The thing about this story that's so profoundly affected so many people, the reason why this man, Russell Conwell, delivered this speech over 6,000 times, the reason why he was able to build an entire university with the income he received from telling this story is that it's an inspiring idea when you really think about it. Is that the idea that each of us is at this very moment, right here, right now, standing in the middle of our own acres of diamonds. If we only had the wisdom, if we only had the patience to intelligently, effectively, and thoroughly explore the line of work in which we are currently engaged, to more fully explore ourselves, we'd be much more likely to find the health, wealth, and happiness that so many of us around the world are looking for. So the idea here is that before you go running off to what you think are greener pastures, it's a good idea to make sure that your own is not just as green or perhaps even greener. It's been said that if the other guy's pasture or the other gal's pasture appears to be greener than ours, it's quite possible that it's getting better care. Besides, while you're looking at other pastures, other people might be looking at yours. Some people, they see someone succeeding in their line of work, whatever it is, and they say something along the lines of, boy, I've got to get into that business. That's nonsense. There's just as much opportunity in one business as there is in any other. If you're willing to dig for the diamonds, if you're willing to stop comparing yourself to others, if you're willing to stop playing copycat, if you're willing to start thinking more creatively, if you're willing to start working harder and smarter, if you're willing to do these things, you can uncover your own diamonds right there where you are. It's there. Trust me, it's there. It's just your job to find it. So, let's talk about how to mine for your own acres of diamonds. How do you uncover? How do you polish those diamonds in their rough state and make them shine and glimmer? Well, for starters, you want to take the time to stand off, to look at yourself and your work and whatever it is that you do, maybe as a stranger might, and ask yourself, hey, why does he or she do it that way? And you're asking yourself about yourself. 
why does he or she do it that way? Have they noticed how what they're doing might be capitalized upon, multiplied, magnified, scaled up? Look, if you're happy with the way things are, wonderful. Keep them that way. But it's fun. Even if you're already fulfilled, even if you're already successful based on your own definition of success, even if you're already doing meaningful work, it's still fun and fulfilling to look for and find the diamonds hiding within ourselves and within our present line of work. We never get bored when we do this. We don't find ourselves in a rut. Some of the most successful startups in the world grew out of what was originally just a tiny little idea capitalized upon. And so you might ask yourself also, you know, how good am I at what I'm presently doing? That's a good question to ask yourself. Do you know all there is to know about your work? Would you call yourself a first-class professional at what you do? The first thing that we need to do to mine our own diamonds is to break away from the crowd and quit assuming that because people in the millions or billions are living one way, it's got to be the best way. Who says it's the best way? If billions of people are doing it that way or thinking about something that way, it's not the best way. It's the average way. The people going the best way are way off in the distance. They're so far ahead of the crowd, you can't even see their dust anymore. These are the people who live, who work on the leading edge, the cutting edge and mark the way for the rest. It takes intuitive intelligence and imagination to know that in their rough state, diamonds don't look like those polished stones you see behind the counter, behind the glass at a jewelry store. You gotta polish those bad boys. You gotta put pressure on those bad boys. So to prospect your own acres of diamonds, develop a faculty that we might call intelligent objectivity. The faculty to stand off and look at your work as a person from another planet might, as somebody from Mars might look at it, within the framework of what industry or profession your job falls, whatever framework that falls within. Look at it and ask yourself, isn't it time for a refreshing change of some kind? How can the customer be given more value? Each morning, ask yourself, how can I serve more effectively today? How can I serve at the highest level today? How can I bring more value to my customers, to my clients, to my family, my friends? I am surrounded by hidden diamonds right where I stand. Have I been looking for them? Really looking for them? Have I examined every element, aspect, facet of my work and my industry? There are better ways to do what you're doing, no matter what it is. What are they? What will happen in your industry in the future? How will your work be performed five years, 10 years, 20 years from today? Will it even exist? Could there be some sort of opportunity ahead somewhere in the near future that others don't see but that you do? How can you exploit that opportunity? The only thing you can be sure of about the world is change. Everything changes. Everything evolves. Sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. And it's up to you which side of the future you want to be on. Go out there every single day. Mine for those diamonds of your own. 
and live like you give a damn. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you found this episode inspiring or if anything else you've heard on the show has helped you or made an impact on your life in any way, I'd really appreciate it if you showed me a little love with a quick review over on iTunes or on whichever podcast platform you tune into the show on. Every single review helps us reach and inspire more people to live like they give a damn. Listen, if you've got self-help questions of your own that you'd like me to answer live on the podcast, hit me up over at MeaningfulHQ.com. You can submit them over on the contact page, or you can just shoot your questions directly to me at questions at DeanBakari.com. Thanks again so much for subscribing, sharing, and tuning into the show. I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's because of you and tens of thousands of other listeners from around the world tuning in every single week, week after week, day after day, that we are able to continue creating content to help you crush it and make an impact in your life and at work. So thank you for being part of this and continuing to share the podcast with your friends, your family, and anyone else you think it could help. Until next time, this is Dean Bakari telling you to go out there every single day and live like you give a damn.